1: The Dateable podcast features real stories from real people of how they make modern dating work, or not. I'm your host, Yue, former dating coach turned dating insider, if you will. On each episode, you'll hear commentary from my producer, Julie Kraftchik, and other surprise co-hosts. This episode of Dateable is brought to you by 500 Brunches, Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Dateable, a show all about modern dating. You know how... These days, it's like cool to be a unicorn. You see, like unicorn merchandising everywhere. It's like unicorn farts, unicorn glitter, unicorn headbands. What's everywhere. a unicorn fart? Uh, it's like sparkly ice cream. Oh. They call a unicorn fart. <laughs> you never seen that? All right. Only I've had unicorn farts. But today we have two live unicorns. We've got Charlotte and Ellis. Do you guys want to make some unicorn noises so people know? What Is unicorns that just are? farting noises? <laughs> (laughs) If you're wondering what we're talking about, I'm going to give you a definition of what a unicorn is, according to Urban Dictionary, because, you know, that's a go-to source for all things. It's actually a derogatory term Uh, a a unicorn is a bisexual person, usually though not always female who's willing to join an existing couple often with the presumption that this person will date and become sexually involved with both members of that couple and not demand anything or do anything which might cause problems or inconvenience to that couple. Sometimes a unicorn is expected to not develop any emotional attachment and is strictly there for a sexual relationship. And then on the flip side, we have a unicorn hunter. Another derogatory term refers to someone who's seeking that special third to complete their family. They often believe a bisexual third partner will prevent jealous feelings. Okay, I see both of you looking, you're like, mm, I have a lot to say about those. Definition, those terms, but before we talk about what urban dictionary says about unicorns, I want to talk to you both about what you're experiencing currently. So, let me introduce Ellis first. He's 27. He's from San Francisco. Yeah. The, you are a unicorn. In that <laughs> way. From born raised in San Francisco and still lives lives in San Francisco. He's currently seeing a married couple and it's been a year.
2: About that, yeah. That about a year.
1: About okay. And then we have Charlotte. She's 22. She's from St. Louis been in San Francisco for four years, in a monogamous relationship, but also has developed a friendship and relationship with a married couple for several years now.
3: Yes. Okay. Is
1: that still going on or is that ending?
3: We're still friends, but I am in a monogamous okay. relationship right now. So
1: that it's just friends. Got it. <laughs> okay. Let's go from present to past. Alice, talk to us about your current relationship with this married couple.
4: I am their pet cat. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think would be the best way to describe it. Um I mean their their default as people generally speaking is just to be kind and reach out to people and want want to connect with people and um the these days like I I'm I'm kind of an indoor outdoor cat like I can <laughs> come and go and uh you know I'll be arriving unannounced at their place after this and like you know, they've got a guest room, and sometimes, like, I crash there, and sometimes... Do you have
1: keys to their apartment?
4: Yeah. Oh. Uh, and uh, sometimes I, I sleep in the bed with them. Uh, honestly, like, we we occasionally have sex, but, like, I'd say most of the time that we spend with each other is just spending time with each other and hanging out. And, like, I really love them, and they're really smart people, and they're on the same wavelength as me in a lot of different ways. How
1: did you meet them? <laughs>
4: Uh, we actually met all in the same hour uh, three or four years ago now at a play party. It was this really hot blonde chick having sex next to me, and I was having sex with a friend in front of me, and I said, hey, want to trade? And we all kind of looked at each other and made sure everybody was consenting to that, and then, then we did. And that, that's how I, I met the wife. I met, met the husband later that night. And...
1: I think it would be good for our listeners to know we have interviewed Ellis before <laughs> from a play party that we did an episode on. So yeah. if you want to hear his voice and his penis speak, Sake, you can... <laughs> <That episode. laughs> so you met them at the play party and then right
4: right it, it was a while later that i would say that we like started dating And after I, I say we started dating about a year ago because i had just trashed my motorcycle and my left leg was all busted up and i lived at that time like a block away from them and they said well you know if you ever need a place to stay like you you can always come and stay with us which like i had a place to stay that was not a problem in my life but mm-hmm. like they kind of, I, I was at an emotional lower low in my life at that point, too, mm. and uh, they they saw that a friend of theirs was hurting and, like, and... That so they
1: took you in. They
4: did, they did, they totally did. Like
1: a stray cat. Like a stray kitten. <laughs> <man. laughs> um,
4: yeah, you know, I, I've i been spending time regularly with them ever since then. They, Are
1: you their first unicorn, or have they gone through this before?
4: I don't think they've ever, like, seen somebody regularly like me before.
0: Okay. Okay. do you have relationships with both of them?
4: I would say that, like, I, I see them as a couple in a unit. That, okay. Like, I, I say I'm their pet cat, like, kind of tongue-in-cheek. But it doesn't do a terrible job of describing the way that I I come into that relationship. And that, like, they're they're married and they want to be together. And I always want to be an important part of their lives. But, like, the relationship that they have with each other is very different from the relationship that they have with me. And a lot of the way that I relate to them is, you know, wound up in the way that they are married and are together. I think that's really peaceful and lovely and it's really nice to be able to have this place that I just kind of plug into the space that I feel mm-hmm. so comfortable in and I don't need to worry about you know interacting in a way that like oh is is it me being sensitive here and there like yes sure like yep. I, I am a sensitive person and I want to be sensitive to their feelings but the point of this equation is not for me to have my own independently romantic relationship with these people my point mm-hmm. the point of this equation is for me to be a Apart from this family unit,
1: and be loved and share the love. Exactly,
4: it's not about me like having my own thing with each one. It's about
1: like the thing the unit of them. It's, yeah. a, it's a family. Right. I want to hear from Charlotte now. How did you meet your couple?
3: I actually met the woman in the couple on Tinder. And we chatted on Tinder for a bit, but didn't actually meet up with each other. And then I ran into her at Folsom Street Wh- Fair. What,
1: what did they say in their Tinder profile?
3: Well, uh, this is kind of the funny part. Um, nothing. So it's just <laughs> so it was pictures just of her. them. No, just, it was just her. Just her. Just just her. her. So I was not aware that she had a husband.
0: Mm. Um, so you kind of fell into it more.
3: Yeah. So I, I ended up running into her at um, Folsom Street Fair. She's like, oh, my God, hi. We matched on Tinder. And this is my husband. And it's, I mean, it's San Francisco. It's 2018. That doesn't phase me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. yeah. You're like, uh, just another day. Yeah. <laughs> so your that, husband, anything else you want to tell Yeah. Me?
3: But d I, I didn't I did not know that she had a husband, but that was fine. It's whatever. So um she invited me to come hang out, and I still don't think I like fully understood that her husband was like necessarily part of the deal because he hadn't been included in previous conversations.
1: What <laughs> <laughs> <The> deal?
3: <laughs> so I like I went over kind of with the expectation that It was just gonna be her, and her husband was there too. I'm like, all right, well, you guys are both attractive, so (laughs) this is fine. Um, But it it was a little bit of a surprise. Interesting. Uh, So you
1: were, uh, you're bisexual. Yeah. You were looking for hot women on Tinder. Yeah. And you had no idea she had a husband. No, and now, not really. <laughs> and now the husband's in the situation. Now, how did then you become their unicorn?
3: At the time that I met them, they weren't seeing like people independently. like They were only seeing people together. Oh. Um, so yeah, they were just kind of like a package deal.
1: Is that the same situation for you, Alice? Do they see people, other people independently? Yeah, they do. Oh, they do. Okay, so yeah. they're in a polyamorous uh, marriage. Then. Yeah, yeah, sure. Okay, got it. Okay, so back to Charlotte. I want to get back to, you say that you've had relationships with them for several years. Yeah. How did that come about?
3: Well, I, I guess we just, like, we hit it off. We got along, like, not just, like, sexually, but, you know, as, as people, as friends. I was kind of like forced into a place of being very vulnerable with them just because of the time that I met them in my life. So I actually met them just several weeks after being sexually assaulted and I was not yet in a place where mm. I was being sexual. I like, I wanted to be, but that's something that I like had to be open with them about, which is like, mm. it, it kind of took it from like, oh, this is like a casual, like sort of like hookup thing to like... Let me tell you
1: about my drama. Well, Um, it's
0: interesting. Both of you kind of of were in like these places that... To
1: kind of expose my own ignorance about this topic, I always thought that the couple benefited more from a unicorn. And what I'm I'm hearing is everybody benefits from this relationship. You know, so you guys were sort of at a place in your life where you needed safety, comfort, love, Mm. and you found people who were who were willing and generous to give you that so
0: i actually heard that it kind of was this was common? I would love to hear your opinions if this is just coincidence that both of you were in this place, or yeah. you know anything more about it. But what at least what I've heard was that it actually benefits the single person just as much as the couple because oh. they're in a place that they're looking for that like family.
4: i kind of like to address the the language around yeah. like who does it benefit more. Yeah, that, I that, like this. Yeah, that comes across as really transactional. Yeah, 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 that's and true. Like, yeah the The point of this equation is not to figure out who who gets the better end of the deal out of this. Like, mm-hmm. can I like uh, add up the numbers and I'm I'm on the winning side? Like, point of a relationship is not to keep score about mm-hmm. who's winning. The point of the relationship yeah. is to give and receive what whatever those needs are that you have met, Wh- whatever those dimensions of compatibility that you have across people are, whether that's loyalty or respect or romanticism or sexuality or like any any of those verticals. You have the depth of relationship with people that you do across. Mm-hmm. and you have the needs that you have. Yep. Those don't need to be mirror images. Totally. Like mm-hmm. you you have the needs and the wants that you have and you have the energies that you can give to a thing. It's not about who's going to benefit more out of this.
0: And I think that's why maybe it says like derogatory term because there is that perception sometimes that one party does benefit and you're basically saying, like, this is just, like, any relationship.
1: When the timing's right. Yeah. When right, both people right. are, all three people are in that place. They're ready to receive each other.
0: I,
4: I think a lot of the reason why it, it maybe refers to it as a derogatory term is when you think about the concept of, like, oh, I'm a single person. I think this would be fun to connect with a couple and may, make this happen and, like, have, like, sexual and romantic or whatever interactions with both sides of this couple. That sounds great on the surface. and the, mm-hmm. And calling yourself a unicorn is, like, yeah, I can throw this label on it. It fits in this neat little box. Yeah. But the reality of the situation is that, like, leads to finding a lot of predatory behaviors from both directions that... Like, if you have somebody that describes themselves as a unicorn hunter, they're probably not the kind of person that you want to be that person's quote-unquote unicorn. Oh, yeah, that's true. Or
0: even someone that describes themselves. You guys are both people that just found a relationship with a couple. Correct me if I'm wrong. You're not, like, running around saying you're unicorn. I have never described myself (laughs) as that. (laughs) My
3: roommates might have said that about me.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But I think that's probably the
0: key difference.
1: Okay, so I'm approaching this all wrong because I've been wanting to explore this world in my transitional phase and I keep like swiping on couples on Tinder and none of them will swipe back. I think I'm like, a little aggressive i'm just gonna like maybe you're trying a to pretend, <laughs> put too much of a label on you i think unicorn. i am i'm coming off a little desperate okay I'm gonna, I'm gonna take it back a not. um so let's talk about all the specifics of a, i guess unicorn relationship you just say a
0: relationship with a couple a
1: relationship with a couple okay we'll get rid of the unicorn term so when you go over to their house tonight What do you think will happen? Um,
4: We will probably get stoned and watch TV and drink some scotch. And I might convince them to go do a whiskey workout with me and then pass out what's
1: a whiskey workout it's
4: where you drink as much scotch as possible while you lift weights that Wow, absolutely
1: terrible that's, that's
0: amazing <laughs> at this point is your relationship mostly platonic or does sex come in
4: yeah i mean sex comes in here and there with um, both pa-
0: are you you're bisexual also, I, I am okay. also bisexual so both uh, partners
4: yeah I, I feel like one of the most romantic moments of our our relationship at all together was like while while she was getting ready like going down on him to like make sure that he stayed hard so she could come out and, like fuck him immediately after that. I'm like
1: oh, you're like the fluffer in that situation.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Technically the truth. Technically the truth. <laughs> um.
1: So sexually, the three of you guys are involved. Have you had one on one? Yeah. Sexual, okay. Yeah, so, with both of them. Okay, and then what happens? I guess in any relationship, how do you schedule your time?
4: Uh, one of my favorite quotes about being polyamorous at all is that all polyamorous relationships are hierarchical. Your primary relationship is with the calendar.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
4: um, I, I don't know I mean like I'm kind of their stray cat I kind of just wander in and out for the most part and uh, do
1: they take you out on dates and vice versa yeah I mean
4: like we all go out on dates I wouldn't say that it's like uh, uh, they're taking me out or vice versa it's like yeah like let's go grab dinner in this place that sounds like a lovely time
1: and what about like family events do you go to like, family reunions I, 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 I was
4: I was in their wedding party so I oh okay they're, they're, <laughs> parts of their family know, know, know that they're polyamorous everybody getting naked before they got in the hot tub was like the parts <laughs> that didn't know was like oh all right like they're they're just close friends because there's not really like m- much sexual contact happening there um I- the orgy it's that funny. happened later that night was um you know that that was behind closed doors so, okay
0: were you like seeing them before they were married then yeah, yeah. okay they only got married. couple months ago. So I think that's, like, another myth about... I'm just saying, like, I guess, like, from what, like, you hear in media, not that this is right or not, another myth that I've heard is, like, typically it ends up... It's a lot of times married couples that are older and take in someone that is younger. Have you guys experienced that or...
3: Um, yes.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Was that... Was your couple much older?
3: Yeah, they are pretty significantly older than me. Oh,
1: really? How... Can can you tell us how? Um,
3: much? I'm actually not entirely sure how old she is. Oh, um, but I'm 22. He's 40.
1: Okay. Um. So like double your age. age yeah, yeah. And have
0: they been married for a while? Yeah.
1: Okay. And then did you have sexual relationships with them one on one? Well,
3: I originally just started like seeing the both of them like never separately or anything like that. But then um, a little bit further down the line, I started um, hanging out more one on one with the male part of the couple.
1: Oh, interesting. And was that sort of the evolution of the relationship or was that more that she stepped back? Or he stepped forward, whichever.
3: I think part of it had to do with like she started dating people independently. Oh, but yeah, I would say I'm definitely like closer to him. We keep in contact. I talk to him Mm. anytime that we all all three of us hang out together. I'm like coordinating through him.
1: Okay, so he was the Google Calendar. It's interesting. (laughs) I know. I met.
3: I met through her, and then he ended up taking like more of the. I don't. I don't know exactly how to say it, but
1: initiative. yeah Yeah. Yeah. so did the three of you guys go out on dates as well yeah and like hung out what about family events oh my god no (laughs) (laughs) and did their friends know about you
3: about me Mm -hmm. Oh, I would like sometimes hang out with them and their friends Um, I'm not sure how much their friends knew about like the nature of our relationship but I would like go to a bar like with a bunch of their friends and we we don't run in the exact same circles but like they overlap
0: but people could have seen you as just a friend yeah Yeah, exactly
1: How deep were your feelings for them?
0: Did you feel like you were falling in love?
3: Um, no. I would say that we had, like, a pretty solid foundation of friendship. They definitely care about me. They've been super supportive. It's been, like, an on and off thing for several years. But but just due to strange timing, they've, like, come into my life at, like, very weird periods. Like, me going through a breakup.
1: Oh, so when you need them most. oh, yeah. It's so interesting.
3: Not necessarily when I need them most because there have been a couple times where, like, they come back around and I'm like,
1: I can't do this right now. Like, yeah. And Ellis, how deep are your feelings for them? I don't know.
4: I love them a lot. I guess that's hard to quantify. I, I don't think it's really possible for me to compare that to any other partners that I've had or have. You know, each of those relationships are unique. Like I have the relationships with people that I do. It's not in comparison to some other relationship that I have that I'm holding you to the standard of this other person. I, right. I don't think that's fair to anybody involved in that equation.
1: Hmm. And is yeah. it, and this is just specific to your relationship with them. Do you feel like you have stronger feelings for one person over the other or do those feelings kind of fluctuate?
4: I would say they'd fluctuate in that like when I'm hanging out with one over the other, I feel more connected with them Mm -hmm. because I'm like interacting with them at that point in time Mm -hmm. but you know again it's not really a comparison that i am making there like i i'm not looking to say like i i'm closer with this person in these measurable ways if i put down my points sheet they've got more points at the end of the day like that that's insane that that's not the way to build a healthy relationship
0: well it sounds like you very much view them as like a unit Mm -hmm. and that's a lot of your interactions where it sounds like charlotte some of yours at least recent has been more with the male counterpart
1: Mm -hmm. do you ever bicker and fight?
0: I have never fought with them.
3: No. I would say, like, we're pretty squarely in friends with benefits territory,
1: though. Okay. So. Have you ever witnessed them fight with each other? <laughs> That's a oh,
4: I, I've been on the, like, hey, I want to check in could you give us some alone time? Oh, okay. Which, like, you know, I they, they're they tactful people. They're not really interested in having a fight in front of another person. Whether yeah. Whether they're close with them or not.
1: Charlotte, did you ever witness them fight? No. It sounds like a great relationship. <laughs> <laughs> so is this the
0: first time you both have been in a relationship with a couple? Or have there been other instances?
3: Probably, no, not probably. I have definitely, like, slept and hooked up with people, like, who are in a couple. Mm-hmm.
4: Um, oh well yes, easily. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
3: yeah. But individuals. Individuals. Yeah. yeah. Uh well wait, no, that's not true. hmm I just mm-hmm. thought of something. But it was like it was like me and my boyfriend at the time sort of like dating another couple. Mm, like uh, there's like two couples. So
0: never just you never just with me. A couple. Yes, I've just I've done course. that before. I yeah.
4: had a a partner of mine at the time was we, we were emotionally monogamous and also like more or less dating another couple. But, yeah, uh, like it was two couples dating each other. It was not like the four of us dating. Okay, got it. So it
1: was it. So more it was like two, two units. Two that units, that were, yeah. Right, yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah. You came
0: as a package, too. and they came as a package. Right, mm-hmm. right. Got it. So is this the first time that you've been kind of with just a couple in a Third? relationship? I think so. Oh
3: wow. Like, like that, we both aren't. Yeah, entire, like sure. Yeah. I, feel
0: like, I feel like
4: there's a lot of history that I need to <laughs> rewind through right now. <laughs> I mean, it, I, I I say I think so in that like there have been many things. Yeah. And I feel like I I I need to think about. Like what I would, how I would want to define a bunch of different things, and
0: I,
3: yeah, like I what know. does dating mean? <laughs> right, I was <laughs> to asked too.
0: Like, what is like, is this a relationship? I know you alluded that it was more like friends with benefits. Like, I guess mm. how would you describe the type of relationship this is? M-
1: my question would be, what's the commitment level? Yeah, can you date? or, or Like, are you dating other people? I'm assuming. Yeah, so, yes, I am. Yeah, so it's not like you're monogamously dating this couple.
4: Correct. Right. It's not like I. I, I was brought on as a third that is now like the plaything of this couple. And that's the only, only way that it can be. Like, I, I can understand if that's your jam and that's how, the kind of relationship that you're looking for. And I don't think anybody should be shamed for looking for that kind of relationship. Mm-hmm. And if you're doing that in a healthy way, that's perfectly appropriate. Uh, that is not the kind of relationship that I'm looking for.
1: So what if, because you're going over there unannounced tonight after this. I am. What if you go over there and they have another person that they're playing with there?
4: I don't know. I'll probably crash into the guest bed instead of their room. Okay,
1: all right. <laughs> Very so, matter of fact, <laughs> it's,
0: it's a relationship in the sense that it's definitely not just physical. Like you guys have an emotional connection. But just like any other polyamorous relationship, you're not bound to just being monogamous with them. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Would you describe okay. yours similar, that you had an emotional, or did you feel like yours was more physical?
3: Um, I definitely think we had, like, a, a foundation of friendship, for mm-hmm. sure. But there was never any sort of, like, expectations, for example, that I needed to tell them about my other partners yeah. or anything, anything like that. Like-,
0: not, like, just thinking from, like, not uh, dating a couple, like, I've had a friend with benefits for years that, like, we our friends and I like him at an emotional level that way. I would never call it a relationship Mm. or like any like I think there's a difference of I guess like how deep you're going with someone but it's not like just a plaything either like there's a line there I guess that's modern days that there's so many right but
4: (laughs) is there a line there or is it a spectrum upon which you find yourself falling I I find it hard personally to define whether I'm in a relationship or not in a relationship or how important it is to even call that right uh, I have sex with most of my friends that's a really poor denoter for me as to if I'm in a relationship with somebody or not. That is not true for most people. For most people that's a great denoter for like if they're in a relationship or not.
1: I I feel like I'm so basic in this because to me friends are off limits for me when it comes to sexual relationships. Mm-hmm. I think if you're my friend, I'm not having sex with you. And if I'm having sex with you, you're not my friend. But what I do find interesting, you're like, I have sex with all my friends. And then if I fall in a relationship with them, I fall in a relationship with them. If I don't, then it's still a friendship there. Yeah, absolutely. So it and takes even then, away, like,
4: what, what, what is that defining line between I'm in a relationship with you versus I'm not? Like, right. I, I don't have a good answer for that for myself.
1: Why are the majority of us who are dating so caught, hung up on definition, defining the relationship? are we monogamous? Are we um, exclusive? This and that. It puts so much pressure and parameters on friendship even when you're just like free form, like <laughs> <laughs> whatever, anything goes, goes. And I'm you're just having your heart drive the situation.
4: Well, I, I would say that that it, that is a, like to address the first part of what you just said, why do we want to have labeled or not? Because it makes life less complicated. Mm. Want, wanting to have something as difficult to process as emotion be less complicated is obviously a very attractive thing i'm as freeform as i am right now because that's where i'm at right now yeah like, mm-hmm. let, let, let's not say that this is a solid state of my life that must exist forevermore. right like mm-hmm. this is the conclusion that i've reached at this point in my life with 27 whole years of experience right mm. things
0: could change yeah have you
1: thought about the end to this i know that sounds really bad but I, have you th- thought about like How do you break up with a couple? How do you step away from them? Hurting their feelings? Jealousy, even? Did any of these words come to mind?
4: I will burn those bridges when I get to them.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right. Charlotte, I know, like, you said that you're in a monogamous relationship now.
3: Yeah. Well, I've known them for, like, three or four years now. So it hasn't always been in like a time in my life where I'm like available to do yeah. that kind of thing so I mean I guess you could say I've you know quote broken up with them like a couple times mm-hmm. just been like I'm not like in a place where this makes sense for me right now or yeah. I'm not in a place where like I want this or I am in a monogamous relationship you know whatever there's like a gazillion different things that could like get in the way of that or I just don't feel like it that's, that's yeah. been a thing before mm-hmm. so it just
0: fades in and out yeah. like yeah like uh, I would say similar to any like more casual and I'll things. say
3: something but like we're, we're like we're friends like first and foremost i would say so like just catching up it's like oh yeah i've got a boyfriend now okay cool yeah <laughs> it's, ha- it's not really like uh we have to stop seeing each other right it's right. not that dramatic yeah have you ever felt jealousy yeah no not really I've always been doing my own thing too like when I met them I had a boyfriend Mm -hmm. um for me at least in this type of relationship I don't want to step on any toes they're married they're in love with each other Mm. they're not necessarily polyamorous they Mm -hmm. have an open relationship they have sex with other people but it's like not my place to get like emotionally involved in their relationship Mm. Um,
2: interesting
1: what about for you Alice I feel like you just don't get jealous in general
4: in in general I I think that everybody feels jealousy from time to time whether it's you seeing a picture of a bunch of friends of yours out on Facebook the Mm. next day after they just had a great time that you're completely platonic with all of them there's no romantic or sexual (laughs) attraction there at all and you see that, and you didn't get a text from any of them. You're like, oh, like "Where
1: wow. are you doing the whiskey yeah. workout without me?" <laughs> right, 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 right,
4: exactly. Yeah, sure. Like, I, I'm a human. I experience jealousy. But the the right way to deal with that is to not think like, "Oh, I'm inadequate." Oh, like the, the these are these negative emotions, or like, "I'm not supposed to feel this. Let me tamp it down and put mm-hmm. it away." The right way to deal with that is to uh, address it and understand that you're a person that feels these emotions and, like, think about it and observe it and realize this within yourself and think about why you're feeling this way. And at least these are the techniques that work for me. Uh, uh, Like, the most monogamous person's life, if you think about uh, the friends that you have, like, how often do you compare them to each other to think how much you like (laughs) Mm -hmm. one friend better than the other friend. But people
0: do get jealous if they get left out. Right, right,
4: exactly. Like, it's the same concept. It doesn't mean that that feeling's not a reasonable feeling to have Uh it just means that you have to focus on processing it and especially around poly relationships. There's a lot of focus on like, you shouldn't ever feel jealousy. Like no, like feel jealousy. Like that's a huge emotion to feel. Validate your feelings. Right, like just understand why you're feeling that and where the root of that comes from.
0: What's been like the most fulfilling part of this relationship?
1: It's time to take a quick break so we can tell you about the latest service we have been building over here at Dateable. We've created a platform to connect you with vetted experts from our network to help with everything from coaching with dating therapy, dating profile reviews, and even ways to get real feedback about your dating style. The sessions typically run from 30 minutes to an hour and can all be done via Skype or Google Hangouts, so you can be anywhere. Listeners have been sharing how worthwhile their sessions have been with comments about how easy the coaches are to talk to, how they have provided a new perspective, and how they have created actionable ways to inspire change. To meet the coaches and book your session today, visit datablepodcastcom slash coaching. Now back to the show.
0: What's been like the most fulfilling part of this relationship?
3: I don't know. It's just nice to spend time with people that you like, like whether that's one person or two people or mm-hmm. whatever. So sex is good if you like them. Like. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Do you prefer it over a one-on-one
3: relationship? Uh, no. No. Why is that? I am the type of person where I do like to be like pretty like emotionally committed and involved with somebody and polyamory can get dicey. I've seen relationships fail in like a polyamorous situation because of a lack of boundaries uh. um, in terms of your emotions. So I do feel like A relationship with a couple is not the place for me to, like, fall in love and be emotionally fulfilled.
0: Do you think it's that you just can't go that deep because everyone has, like, five other people?
3: Based on my own personal experiences, like, being in a polyamorous relationship, the downfall of that relationship was falling in love with somebody else. Mm. Sleeping with somebody was fine. Falling in love with somebody destroyed it. I am a little bit emotionally cautious.
1: Mm, Because there's still hurt involved.
3: Yeah. I'm not trying to break up a marriage. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And like, I'm the type of person where I, like I do, like I want like a deep emotional connection with somebody. Mm -hmm. I tend, I know it probably doesn't sound like it based on what I'm saying, but like, I do think I have monogamous tendencies. That's something that I want. You're saying on Tinder, <laughs> you're swiping right on every couple. But I was on Tinder. I was doing the exact opposite. I'm like, oh, that's a couple. Never mind. Like, they're cute. But, like, that's not what I'm looking right, for. Right. Yours
0: just yeah. kind of happened. Yeah, yeah. Mine just kind of happened. But well,
1: you didn't even know. I didn't even know. It was a know. bait and switch. <laughs> <laughs> or a gift, okay, with, but, like, gift with purchase. Let's, let's call it that. That's better.
0: <laughs>
1: um, yeah. I, I mean, I do find this so interesting because it works – only if the couple has a very strong foundation yeah. and they're, they've they already communicated what it means to bring a third into the relationship. I remember in college, my friend was, uh, she was married already in college and he he had brought in a third, a female into the relationship and this woman moved in with them and she was fine with it. And the three of them had a relationship and eventually it ruined their marriage because her husband ended up spending more time. With this girl. And then he wanted to have kids only with her and not with my friend, his his wife. And those were the things that they didn't talk about because they didn't even think about it at the, at the time. So yeah. they ended up getting a divorce and he went off with the, the woman. Like in any relationship, you have to communicate what are the consequences, what are yeah. the things we need to be watching out for, and also how do we support each other through this. Yeah. I think
4: even beyond communicating things that you might not know, you, you might not know how you're going to want to react to a situation. You might think that you're going to react some way, and yep. then it's completely different. And you communicate to them that like, yeah, the, this thing that you want to do is totally cool, and then... Mm-hmm. You're a halfway into that and it's like oh shit like i I can't deal with that I thought that I could and I was right. wrong you can revoke consent at any time mm. don't feel like you need to like have this untenable relationship. Because you said that this is something that you were right. okay with from the get go. Like, if it sucks, like, say, like, oh shit, like, I, I'm sorry, I thought this was gonna be okay and yeah. it wasn't. Yeah, and I don't working right. for
0: relationship. right. Or maybe you. you're like yeah.
4: strapped to a cross and three lashes deep, and you realize that was a terrible <laughs> idea. <laughs> no,
1: stop. Safe word. Safe word. Right, right. Alice, uh, or... I'm gonna ask you the same question that I asked Charlotte. Though, do you prefer a relationship with a couple versus relationship one on one?
4: I don't think you can make that comparison reasonably i think i like the relationships with the people that i have relationships with and whether that's a couple or one-on-one or more than that is the relationships that i have with those people in those specific contexts mm-hmm. and saying one-on-one versus a couple versus literally anything else uh to try to define that as a against b is an over- oversimplification of the situation yeah.
0: I feel like Ellis just wants to slap me every time I ask these questions. She's like, you're so heteronormative. Shut up. I think yours is like more true poly every point of view where you're saying that you probably are more mon- or yeah, monogamous. I, yeah. You really Monogamish. know yourself. Monogamish. <laughs> Monog- Monogamish. <laughs> yeah. I guess like the other th- side, what was like fulfilling to them in this relationship?
3: I'm young and... Cute, what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> like obvious <stuff>. so, <laughs> so, ethereal. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was being a little, um, like tugging in cheek there. Um,
2: <laughs> I, <laughs> I mean, obviously, yeah, don't uh, cute, but um,
3: you know, I just think it's like I said earlier, it's, it's nice to spend time around people that you enjoy, like, yeah, that's pretty mm-hmm.
0: much it. And I mean, I'm sure it varies, yeah. right? Like, I'm sure there's some couples that are using it to escape. A bad marriage and then there's other couples that are probably just using it as like an addition and something fun and interesting
1: Enhancement.
4: There's every possible variant right. of what you're looking for. Um, like any
0: relationship. Exactly. Right, right, right. Yeah. So let's talk about some of the terms because I know oh, unicorn Lord. is a loaded term. I'll
1: reread the first sentence A unicorn is a bisexual person, usually though not always female, who is willing to join an existing couple, often with the presumption that this person will date and become sexually involved with both members of that couple, and not demand anything or do anything which might cause problems or inconvenience. That is a
4: very narrow
1: definition
4: (laughs) of uh, a term that is... uh, um, I don't know. I mean, I, I've heard the term unicorn used more tongue-in-cheek than I have, like, as an actual term to right, describe true. somebody. Like, it's more joking in the, like, um, 70s, 80s swinger, like, terrible porno that you just watched. Right, you know? yeah. Um Yeah. A to begin with, like that's a super heteronormative statement. Like I absolutely <laughs> think you. Yeah. <that> you <laughs> I
0: didn't write it, but it sounds this like is something Urban I would dictionary. Dictionary. top definition on Urban I, I
4: think there, if you were to uh, to begin the dissection of one piece of that statement, say like I, why why would it need to be a bisexual, usually woman joining a heterosexual relationship? Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. sure, there's uh, you know different terms that you can try and pick out for. Uh, Gay or lesbian or otherwise relationships that a third person might try and join, mm-hmm. but I, I think realistically, what, what you're trying to do is find this label for this person that wants to exist with other people. The way in which you want to do that, like clearly between Charlotte and I, there's a very significant difference in the way to which we've understood right, which this. Is great, each yeah, other. right, right. Like we we haven't treated this same thing in the same way, even though you could theoretically try and slap the label of unicorn on both of us it's just you know this is not a one size fits all thing Mm -hmm. and in fact like using the term unicorn uh, to to me is much more associated with you know looking for a unicorn hunter that is this couple that's looking for this (laughs) idyllic i watched too many threesomes in porn uh, uh relationship but like is looking for a cute young girl to join a straight couple. Like well, that's yeah. a
1: stereotype,
4: right? That that is yeah. a stereotype. So like, I don't living
1: know. stereotype here, <laughs> Charlotte. Stere- <laughs>
4: Stereotypes suck. Like, let's not try and come up with ways to sort of continue to rehash them more deeply.
1: Any other thoughts
3: about the the definition? I mean, I've never. I've never been like, oh, yeah, I'm a unicorn.
2: This is something that I identify
3: with, necessarily. I'm just a person. Um, I I always thought that people called them unicorns because, like, it's so rare to find, like, a young, typically a young, cute girl who is into both members of, like, an older married couple. Mm, Yeah. Um, I think that is
0: a definition as well. For so sure. that's yeah. where
3: that's where I thought that term came from. I've definitely seen more unicorn hunters than unicorns. Like people yes, looking just,
2: absolutely.
3: Yeah, I oh, can, a lot can we just pause? And like
1: <laughs> just. Just visualize what a unicorn hunter looks like. I just picture, I just picture. Oh, I know what a unicorn <laughs> is like, like a rainbow camouflage outfit
0: <laughs> <laughs> with a bow and arrow with a rainbow at the end. I mean, <laughs> like, that is so the illustration of this episode.
4: <laughs> is, uh, is the knot. Night- is not the term hunter in and of itself yeah. definitionally predatory oh it's holy totally yeah.
3: so, that's what it feels like a lot of the times like that's like a big reason why whenever i see that going on on tinder i'm like no thanks like i don't want to yeah. like i don't want to be part of yeah whatever weird dynamic y'all have going on where yeah. you're like looking for like a young cute girl on tinder like that's true
0: i really right. don't want anything yeah. to do
3: with that like
0: that so both of you at least what i'm gathering, you are- like are all for having a, like a relationship with a couple as long as it's organic as long as it's like you being an equal party in the sense yeah, it's it's yes. when it becomes like this weird like we're trying to like find this person yeah to just exactly be that's our what makes it like strange and yeah. puts
3: like weird pressure on it and like all these expectations that you are looking for somebody to like fulfill that stereotype and do Lord knows what in your boring marriage. Like that's, <laughs> that's not my job. Like I don't want to be your spice. Like, well, yeah, I think yeah. The, the,
0: the fact that this definition says like you're not gonna have your own like needs. Yeah. Right, like you're just right. at the like mercy of this kind right. You are it's the like, pet. Yeah. I mean right. back to what you were saying about like who it benefits more. This definition definitely makes it benefit a party. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Re- I mean, re- didn't
4: didn't Voldemort have to drink unicorn blood to stay alive? is <laughs> I
3: feel like God, re- there's so
4: many things with unicorns.
3: <laughs> <There's like> so <laughs> many things. Going. I feel like that definition and like the common stereotype sort of like removes uh, like agency and autonomy from you know the the third person. Of in course, yeah. It's like you were trapped. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. we caught one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <out of> exactly. <the laughs>
0: well, this other. Th- This is something else I've heard is like, and again, you guys are probably just going to be like, this is such bogus, but this is something that's floating out on the internet that there is basically the single person that's joining the couple is at some sort of like low in their life or just frustrated with being single. There's often that they're Mm -hmm. not ready to be in a relationship. This is maybe more of a monogamous point of view, like someone that's not polyamorous to begin with. Yeah. And they go to the couple to get like comfort and learn how to be in a relationship. And then they essentially get to a point where the couple also was benefiting from this and now no longer is. And the single person has gotten enough kind of confidence to flourish on their own. And they like set them free. And the single person finds someone. Is the this couple. a thing? Is this a terrible movie? You're gone. There's many movies. <laughs> made about oh, it oh man <laughs> <laughs> alice's face no one can see his face as this was going down but you're like this is a bad lifetime movie <laughs> it
4: really sounds like it i don't
0: think i've heard of that i don't think i
4: have ever heard of that happening ever i, yeah. I mean that if sounds if you go like on and
3: google it that's do, like
0: the first storyline like that comes up a lot
1: out. of
3: storylines oh, wow. yeah, yeah i've never heard of that either but, and it doesn't like reflect with my experience either also i had a boyfriend when i met this couple so it's
1: not like i was like a single desperate uh, des- yeah yeah. This is what the media does, though. They kind of want to, they want to one normalize, but also explain why these sort of configurations of relationships happen to the mass public yeah. who've never been exposed to it. So they had to give a reason for why a couple would want to take on a third. You know, it kind of makes sense that they have to develop these storylines. They can't just be like, oh, they just all fell in love and all start hanging out together. Yeah. Because whoever's watching the movie would be like, that doesn't make any sense. That doesn't happen in real life. <laughs> I don't know. It just feels... It feels like the way that it actually
3: happened feels so much more normal than that. Like,
0: yeah. I, feel, I, feel, I feel like... I have the, a deep-seated need. Let me go find a couple. Yeah. Yeah,
4: yeah. <laughs> who, who does that? That's I'm the, so lonely, I must find a couple that will nourish me through this lonely time and teach me how to be in a relationship then release me into the my own natural habitat. See, that's Some writer in,
0: like, Minnesota sense. that wrote for
3: this. That doesn't make any sense, but... Finding people that you like spending time with and spending time with them—that makes sense. Yes. <laughs> That's not an
0: interesting yes. lifetime movie. I know. <laughs> like, yeah.
1: Nobody wants <laughs> to watch that. Charlotte,
0: we're never going to sell the room <laughs> movie right to this. Yeah.
1: Nope, <laughs> no, not going to get greenlit for that. But this is—I love this having this conversation because, again, even if you are not in a situation like this or dating a couple, you can still learn from this because it just shows you there's so many different configurations and yep. variations of a relationship and you can't just be like, oh well a, f- a unicorn is this. That's like saying a single person is this. Right. You just can't put anybody <laughs> and in a
0: category. Right. That's not 99.9% of single. So what are some of our other takeaways then?
1: I think one is um it's great to hear extreme situations to understand your own situation. So not one size fits all, like any relationship. And you can't, I'm learning like, you can't use other people's experiences to dictate what you're going to go through. It's not like, oh, tell me about your unicorn situation because it's going to apply to my relationship with this couple. It's not. Every relationship is so different. So we can't think about it that way. And then I, I feel like with all of these different configurations of relationships, they're still about other human beings. So instead of treating them as a vessel, we're still having relationships with other humans, which means feelings are involved. Uh, there's there's all sorts of other dynamics involved, and we have to just be sensitive to that and remove the rules for what you see that. I mean, you were just saying like, I have sex with all my friends. That's why I like them, because I have sex with them. And they're <laughs> my friends. Well, You're duh. You them because you like them. Yeah, yeah, exactly. right, right, right. <laughs> yeah. I
4: have sex with them because I like them. I don't like them because I have sex with them. Yeah.
1: Right. yeah. And it's not so black and white. Like, for me, I can't have sex with my friends. Well, now, damn it. I'm going to have sex with all my friends now. I can
4: do it too. It.
1: <laughs> I can do it too. I can do it too. But it just shows that we have the reason why sometimes we get so fatigued by dating is because we place all these rules. Uh, we confine ourselves to, well, if this happens, then this can't happen. Or Mm -hmm. if, if I don't experience this and then this can't happen. It's not a domino effect because what you're going through is so unique to who you are and who you are right now. So stop like putting these boundaries on what, what you should be feeling.
0: Yeah. I think mine takeaway kind of falls into your aspect that everyone's story is different. And again, to these like, Awful definitions that encompass everything Um, I think like especially if it's I love having you guys on because you're able to like share your story and we just don't just point to urban dictionary and say (laughs) this is what it is and I think it's important because it's not just with dating couples like we've had this happen we had a guest that uh, talked about dating with Tourette and she was Mm -hmm. like it is not how every media portrayal makes it seem yeah And there's so many aspects like this that range in all shapes and forms. And I think, yes, like, I'm not saying that we can't pay attention to media and entertainment, but don't, like, use that as, like, the only, like, truth, like, in anything. Yeah.
1: How about we give some advice for people who are entering into a situation like this? So let's go from the single person side, entering into a relationship with a couple. What advice would you give them?
4: Adopt a cat.
1: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> what
3: <laughs> um i would say just like communicate like your needs and your feelings and be conscious of others needs and feelings jeez it's the exact same advice i would give for any other anything religion. right yeah. right
4: yeah. i yeah i le- less glibly uh not just adopting a cat um <laughs> uh, try try and be honest and genuine with people yeah. and i mean i think the only thing that you can really ask if Anybody ever is to try to be their most genuine self to you, and to try to have you be your most genuine self to them. Try, try and be that. And that being said, too, like nobody succeeds at anything ever one hundred percent of the time. Like mm. you're, you're not gonna be perfect. You're, you're gonna fuck up. Everybody's gonna fuck up. It's the nature of being that that happens. And you have to be able to let yourself off the hook as long as you treat it as a learning experience that it should. be.
1: And what about as a couple who? is starting to develop feelings for someone
0: not that any of us are have this experience but i think from this definition again if you're a couple treat someone like a human yeah. not right, a yeah. play object yeah. i think yeah, that's like
4: yeah, if you're gonna go from the urban dictionary <laughs> yeah. definition that we <laughs> exactly. just read and i think like what
0: charlotte you mentioned like this is a relationship like any other yeah. like, i think a lot of stuff you said about someone like cycling in and out of your life over years and it's not really like, this drastic breakup like i can relate that to my own situation with one person, just because mm-hmm. yours with a couple is not really that different. It's just mm-hmm. the circumstance is different.
3: Yeah. That's the thing, is that it all of this has felt, like, very, like, organic and natural and normal, like...
0: They weren't a unicorn hunter. No. <laughs> <laughs> but as a couple... I mean, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> they, they tried to. <laughs> they trapped, trapped you real well. <laughs>
1: but, I mean, also, as a couple, first, you really have to communicate with your partner before taking on a third person into your lives, because you have to make sure that you're both on the same page and also establish some boundaries, right? You gotta and why you're doing and why it. you're doing, yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: Cool. All right. Anything else that we can offer up to people who are curious about this topic, want to learn more? I don't know. Get off Tinder. <laughs> Get off Tinder? I'm just kidding. <laughs> where can they go? Oh, yeah. No, I'm not really kidding. <laughs> where can they go? Okay,
4: Your local bar, somewhere where there's other human beings. <laughs> what's, a, what's,
1: um, what's the opposite of a unicorn hunter? A couple hunter? I don't um, think that's a thing either. Are any what of these
4: mean? things actually things in life?
1: <laughs> I really.
3: I don't I mean, know. I don't know if I've ever talked to, to anybody
0: who's like, yeah, I really want to date a couple. I like, do. <laughs> okay, all right. I'm a couple hunter. No. No. We actually had someone that listened to this podcast that was inspired to date a couple. I think just like after oh, yeah. hearing um, the polyamorous like Ben and Kate's episode, there and she did like seek out couples after, mm-hmm. and then that she actually, was successful at dating a couple. I don't know if I don't know if success. She went a few dates with <laughs> <She laughs> a couple. She found a couple she found one but I guess like maybe like I like this whole like organic thing and it's like if you're the couple that's on tinder trying to like be so forceful with it like yeah. that, it could work for the right person but it also could not work too
1: yeah that's true well i love it i love it i think i love that we found two unicorns and who are not actually <laughs> unicorns <laughs> by definition Unicor- that- two humans Wait, <laughs> except for ellis sorry you're a cat the, yeah, you.
0: <laughs> the other definition of a unicorn is one of a kind and you yeah, are you. that's what you i are. like to
1: hear You're snowflakes They look like unicorns.
0: (laughs) We all are. We all are. We're going a
4: bit deep down the the unicorn hole
1: now. (laughs) (laughs) While we discuss unicorn holes
0: even more, I have
1: something
3: to say about his
0: unicorn (laughs) hole. How deep is your hole? There's uh, <laughs> some
4: videos you can see on the internet. I'll let you Google them later.
0: <laughs> should, we, should we add a new uh, Urban Dictionary term: unicorn hole? Unicorn is it, hole. I, that's got to be on there. Come on. <laughs>
1: if not, we need to start that. Oh, and start a hashtag unicorn right, hole. Uni <laughs> hole. I love it. Are we drunk or high? <laughs> what's going on? Neither. Question mark. Maybe <laughs> whiskey working out? Constantly. Yeah. Maybe. Possibly. Okay, we're gonna wrap this up. This is. <laughs> For listeners, if, if you want to add to this discussion, are you a unicorn hunter? We're saying that, you know, maybe you do exist Or out do there. you
0: find that term very offensive Or do you if find you are a couple? Offensive. We'd like to hear from you.
1: Or you like to date Ellis. You can always contact us. Charlotte is off the market right now. But we love connecting people. Reach out to us, and we love having people on the show who are here to enlighten us on on different configurations of relationships and love and uh, human connections. So with that said, we're going to wrap this up. Stay 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 stable! Your action item for this week is to think of a type of a relationship that feels foreign to you. And then go seek out a story from someone who is in this type of relationship. And instead of approaching it in a way of, oh, I want to see how shocking this could be, approach it in a way of, Also, visit the site today to see the latest about coaching, where we connect you with datable approved experts to help with everything from dating profile reviews, coaching, and even gathering real feedback about your dating style in a personalized and affordable way. To connect with us, visit datablepodcast.com. You can also find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, all under Datable Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe and auto-download the podcast on iTunes or your favorite podcast player so you never miss an episode.